everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 177. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. Wait, what? What? Did I just hear two people go at the same time? Yep. Yes. God damn it, Koi. Well, I'm not replaying the intro again because I already got I already got a shotgun warning once last week about that. So, <laughs> ladies, if you could please continue. I'm Mako Chan. I'm Avalon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, is it my turn? <laughs> 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 I quit! I quit! I'm done! And I'm, and I'm special guest Jared from Scarlet Rhapsody, the uh, convention uh, report web zone of awesomeness. Okay, people, judges score six. Four. Meh. Wow, East Germany's <laughs> not playing around tonight. Meh. <laughs> In my defense, the only reason I'm here is because of a teleporter accident that landed me in the friggin' Port, port Authority station rather than where I was supposed to go. Did half of your body wind up it, like, sticking out of a wall and the other half like on the uh, path somewhere? Yeah. Unfortunately, my arm is stuck inside uh, the little cafe there and the guy's still complaining at me that I can't be there if I'm not a customer. Jeez, around what time was that? Oh, like one in the morning? Maybe That's two? Good. Stupid teleportation. Three in the morning? I don't know. Time means nothing when you're on a long road trip. She got that shit right. Ugh. Damn. Anywho, we are live tonight, week of August 12, 2014, on the Vogue Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m., and replays at Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. Chat room is VOG, V O G, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash VOG network. There's a little IRC link. You click on that. Whatever your default chat client is, it'll bring it directly into the chat room. And I do believe they have um, Bleach the Pool, so you can come on in, and I think happy hour starts in like two minutes. We just put in a swim up bar. Yay! Nice. Even better. We still need a pool table in the pool, though. Um, I will talk to uh, Drunami and Dark Tetsuya about that. They will handle that. Yay. Mm. When we get that, I'll come over more often. <laughs> well, you know, if done right, the, um, the, 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 the Vogue house is pretty nice. I mean, you got plenty of rooms. There are plenty of thrones. Um, pool is not bad. As long as you don't find the joke book, then we're all fucked. <sighs> okay and let's see what's going on in the chat room it's random chat and it looks like some people are talking about Dragon Ball Z Battle of the Gods yeah, a friend of mine saw that when it premiered in Mexico months ago and he really loved it 
I've seen, uh, um, I believe one of our chatters, Act Def, who lives in Mexicali, I think he's seen it too, and he said it was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I would like to watch it myself, but it's one of those things where, you know, you kind of want to get a group of people together and enjoy the awesomeness that is a over-the-top Dragon Ball movie rather than watching it solo and just feeling like a loser. Well, it did really, really well in theaters. You don't have to feel like a loser watching it. Yeah. I'll remind myself of that next time I have the opportunity to watch an anime movie in theaters. Well, maybe they'll do another one. Who knows? Well, even if it's not Dragon Ball, I mean, there'll always be something that'll eventually hit the theaters. I mean, well, maybe not Miyazaki, but Ghibli will release something. Disney will dub it. It will end in theaters. That tends to happen. Okay. Or if you're really lucky, you get one of those theaters that actually shows older movies, and you, they might have a theatrical print of uh, Akira or something like that, which would be pretty awesome to see on big screen. I remember seeing the digital re-release of Akira in theaters. It was phenomenal. And somewhere in my house is the original Streamline Pictures VHS release of it. Somewhere. Nice. I lost my old one in a move. I got that copy. Ouch. I got that copy in a trade. I traded a guy a copy of the Generation X uh, made-for-TV movie for it. Sucker. <laughs> well, where'd you even That's get a copy? So you got the better end of the deal. How did I get a copy? I recorded it off a of TV when it was on. Oh, there you go. Yep. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh man. You oh, got the better end of the deal. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And there's Jay Green referencing Legend of the Overfiend. Uh, and to answer Ranger Serena's question, yes, I believe half the staff and our guests were at Otakon. So we're definitely going to get into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I had to get stuck at the Port Authority station for a while. Dude, I've been stuck there late at night and I, I don't leave. And I live in the and I live here. Ugh place is the, the, the possibly the worst location I've ever had to stay for an extended period of time. I can't imagine prison being much worse. Okay, maybe depending on the prison. Try working overnights in Starbucks in, in Penn Station dealing with the homeless. Oh god, I don't even want to think about that. That, oh. that sounds rough. By the way... Mm-hmm. Uh, Battle of the Gods did so well that Funimation actually added screenings to it for tonight. Well, I gotta leave the show. I will uh, see you guys later. <laughs> and uh, they actually said that some theaters will be uh, showing it throughout the remainder of the week. Maybe if, maybe if I'm lucky, I can probably catch it maybe Friday. Oh, fuck. I got plans Friday. and Fuck. I got plans on Saturday. Oh, well. I'm not seeing it. Well, here's a spoiler. Goku shoots a Kamehameha at somebody. I thought the the spoiler was that Goku wins. (laughs) I thought the spoiler was that Krillin dies again. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Thank you, Hero Weave, Tibber Waitresses. (laughs) Well... At least he'd be chilling right next to Maze Hughes. Wah, wah, wah. You don't do that. That went too far. Too soon. Yeah. yeah. 
That's horrible. Mm. No, not as horrible as that one Otakon, that one Maze Hughes cosplayer who laid himself out in front of the payphone for us to take pictures. Wow. What? Yes, I have I have a picture that I think it's on my phone and it's on the galleries. He laid himself out in front in the payphones of the BCC for everyone to take pictures. Okay, that sounds pretty bad, but one time I was cosplayed as Aizen from Bleach in his Shinigami form, mm-hmm. and I had a migraine and I was laying down on a bed in a hotel room, yep. and people took photos of me because they looked like I was dead. He's dead, Jim. So, and that was not a, hey guys, take photos of me because this is funny. It was a, hey, you don't be funny. Let's take photos of Jared looking like he's posing like he's dead. Thanks, and, jerks. And as hockey. No pictures. <laughs> God. And as hockey comment says, I thought the spoiler was Goku Go Super Saiyan. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. L- l- let's get, let's, let's, let's start shit up, all right. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Oh, God. Well, uh, most of the weekend revolved around Otakon and me being burned down and uh, still trying to re- recover phys- physically and emotionally from it. Otakon takes so, a lot uh, out of walking you. Walking around, you know, it was hurting my feet, hurting my back. You know, I, though I did take plenty of pictures and gave out, I'd say about. 80% of the cards I had in that box. That's awesome. But I have no idea how many people I gave the cards to actually looked at the website or are even tuning into the podcast now. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, that's something that's just kind of the risk of the game. Yeah, I have no way. Like, they, for what it was worth, people were, you know, thrilled to get it because they think, ooh, it's like, ooh, cards or ooh, swag or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I have no idea how to gauge whether or not they tuned in or not, or are looking or are talking about it, or uh, even listening to us now. Well, it's better a card than an information brochure packet, as some people would do. Yeah, I suppose you're right about that. Yeah. And you know, it's also been moving shit around to uh, get ready for moving next week. We're finally pulling up everything around Monday, so. That's good. By this time next week, I should be in my new place. So, brand new studios, huh? Yeah. We technically already have the place now, but we're just not living in it. The lease has been signed a long time ago. I think I'm, I think I'm going to mention that. Oh, by the way, Ari? Yeah? One of the chatters, uh, Ranger Serena says she has won the card you gave out, so... Oh, hello. Uh, what were you cosplaying as? Oh, wait, I, I guess it doesn't make sense to uh, ask like this because it looks yep, like yep, I'm talking yep, at yep, thin yep. air. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but yeah, that's how uh, my week went. Awesome. And we'll, I'll get it more into it when we start talking about Otacom more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Oh, and it better be damned good, too. Yeah, it's been a little while since I've been on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Last Tuesday, uh, I decided that Dragon Ball Z and my fandom for that beat out um, 
screwing around with you two. Uh, a mid one middle finger for each of us, huh? Yeah, something like that. A half of one for me, I guess. Love me. <laughs> well, that I'm sorry about. You were supposed to be on the week before, so we won't we won't discuss that. <laughs> and I didn't mean to, you know, shit on you. <laughs> we have to have wine one night and just, you know, hang out. And anyway, talk about, about the guys. how bad we <laughs> yes. are. Yes, of course. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so I went out to the movies, uh, met up with a couple of friends, um, Michelle and her boyfriends, and uh, another Vogue listener. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that was uh, the weekend before I went to party at my friend Deanne's house and drank a lot and ate a lot. You call that drinking? Yeah. And then instead of doing a review like I was going to for, uh, you know, the whole movie screening, um, I basically packed and went to go hang out with DJ AJ for a couple of days. Uh, went to... Sh there's... Uh, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, where she is, they do Music Fest every year. And basically, it's 10 days, and the whole entire, well, a good portion of the town is taken over by a bunch of different music stages and food vendors and, you know, craft people and things like that. It was a hell of a lot of fun. Sounds like Lollapalooza if it, as if run by hipsters. Yeah, no, not really. Um... Basically, we drank the entire time I was there. Really? That doesn't that surprises me. Doesn't well, surprise it's me at like all. Open drinking. You could get um basically they sold mugs. Uh like novelty uh yearly mugs. You buy that mug and uh you can go up to a bunch of different alcohol vendors and I want to say at least every hundred feet there was another tent doing beer and things like that. And it was only five bucks to fill your mug. This sounds familiar. <laughs> and the mug is... It, it it fits a good, like, two cans of beer in there. And it's a bunch of different types of beer and things like that. But as you're walking around, there's food from all over the place. Uh, the musicians are from all over the place. Russia, Germany... Um, the last one we ended up listening to, or the last ones I listened to that night, they were actually from the Caribbean, and it was, uh, like, Caribbean electronica. So they were doing the dancing, and they had the drums, but somebody was actually DJing in the back. Come so down, Selecta! Yeah, it actually made for a really nice sound, but, yeah, oh my god, the food. <laughs> Okay, Mako is just like, the music's okay, the beer is okay, but oh my god, the food! Well, no, because it's not just, you know, the music from all over the world. All the different cultures come in, and they have, you know, booths set up. So it's Greek food, and Italian food, and, you know, German food, Polish food, and there's, you know, all different kinds of food all over, all over the place. And the last thing I ended up eating was uh, roasted corn dipped in butter 
And then Cajun seasoning and spices and Parmesan cheese was sprinkled on top of that. That shit was amazing. I think I just came. <laughs> okay, then. I'm a food whore, okay? Leave me alone. Yes, if you, I've seen some of the stuff that Avalon talks about and makes. Yeah. Hey, whatever. If I get married, I'll make my husband very happy one day. Either that you'll end up on MasterChef. Nah, those little shit kids that keep going on the show still got me beat. (laughs) And they said the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Huh. And if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, let's see. Jay Green says, Mako Chambi (laughs) drankin'. Yeah, that last night, um, I remember from, like, I I remember while I was there that at ZenkaiCon, um, I had had really, really tasty wine, and it's only found in Pennsylvania. They don't ship it out. It's they stay local. Um, so we walked to a liquor store, and I bought three bottles of the fucking wine, mm. and I drank one bottle by myself that night. It filled my mug twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Meanwhile, I was like, hmm. We yeah, just- it filled my mug twice. Um, so I, I brought the last two bottles home with me because obviously I can't really get into Pennsylvania very easily. But yeah, there was a lot of drinking, a lot of food, and then just a lot of geekery. They had uh, the PlayStation truck that goes around touring. Sweet. So yeah, we walked in and like all of these demos were up so you could walk around and play the demos of the different games. And it was just, it was a lot of, a lot of fun. I'm definitely going back next year and hopefully for a little bit longer than just one night. And Rageinator says, so it's Junkapalooza then? Yes. (laughs) But I mean, it was, it was really nice because even going through and listening to the music, I have very eclectic tastes. Uh So where she actually lives now you literally walk outside of her door and you can hear the music. Um, you walk down less than a block and you're right in the middle of everything. So her situation is awesome. But right at the end of her block, and she says that they basically set up there all the time, it was um, Native American flute music. Mm. And that's actually some of my favorite type of non-vocal music. And then you walk down a little bit more, and there's a stage. And that stage, they had country playing, and they had um, Celtic music, and things like that throughout the entire week. And then you go down a little bit further, and there's another stage there. So it's it's a bunch of different music. So you're going to find something that you enjoy. Cool. And then while I was there, I said, you know what would be really awesome? And she's like, what? I said, you, we need to find a way to get the band Rock Sugar to play here. So then I introduced her to Rock Sugar. Oh, God. That, that, that was awesome. I think you pretty much made up for the fact that you were gone for a week. I had, I, I mean, I really had a blast. I definitely needed, like... I'm very much, uh, 
you know, an alone type person and I don't have to be around people to actually enjoy myself, but sometimes I really need to be around people and this was this was one of those times. <clears throat> All right, moving right along. Avalon, long time no see. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, it's been so long. So, how was your week and how was your day? Oh, well, um, my week leading up to this weekend was just all about Otakon and getting my new to speech cosplay ready, which turns out to be a pretty big fucking hit, but I'll talk more about that when we talk about the convention as a whole. Awesome. But my day, just a long, boring, boring, boring day. I decided to uh, make use of uh, my drawing skills because I haven't really drawn anything substantial that wasn't porn in a while. And I decided that after, since I did Tales um, from Sonic the Hedgehog, I figured that I was going to make gajinkos of every single one of the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog characters and that I was going to cosplay all of them within the next couple years. Good boy. I bet her yeah, and I start- that's, that's quite a project. Yeah, but I mean, I was able to knock out Shadow in an hour, so... I'm just, I mean, I'm not going to do, like, the, I guess, like, the chameleon and the bee and, like, those guys like that. I mean, like, more of the original ones, like, Shadow Rouge, stuff like that. And I already so, knocked out Shadow. So no Big the Cat? No, I'll do Big the Cat. Okay, then Big I don't care. John that's John awesome. I'm happy. But, I mean, I knocked out Shadow already, and Shadow actually came out really, really, really well. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I plan on making it out of pleather, possibly some latex, and maybe either velveteen or red satin. I just got to try to figure out which materials work the best, but I'm really looking forward to it, and it means that I get to mod a pair of rollerblades, and I'm really excited to do that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Of course, I don't know how a con is going to handle me rollerblading around everywhere. They might, I don't know, nail me for it, but... Well, after you do that, you're gonna have to do uh, you, you're gonna have to do Simca from Air Gear or somebody from that series now. I mean, well, I've never about... seen Air Gear, so Air Gear's pretty cool. What about uh, like the Heelys instead of rollerblades? So then they I can't mean... really they can't really bitch then because you're not on wheels technically. Yeah, you could basically slide them back in whenever uh, you're gonna go indoors, and then you know. Pop them out when you're out on like an outdoor area, depending on the con. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, what I could do is I can get a pair of shoes and a pair of like similar rollerblades for photo shoots and stuff like that, and just carry them around with me. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I'll figure it out as I go. I still have a long way to go, and I'm not. I don't plan on tackling any more of them for like months. So. I'll get to it when I get to it, but yeah, that was basically my day. Mm. Not bad. It just sounds like I'm gonna have to get my uh, my Ginjinka shadow in before you do yours. <laughs> Mine will be better. It's a race, Ranma. I will pistol whip you with when I do mine, Ranma. What? Seriously? What? <laughs> You know you're too damn lazy to get that done before she does. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Dude, if I could knock out 
Psylocke in three days, not even... Don't, tr don't test me. Listen here, Marco Chan. Just so you know, I am just about done with the 2013 videos, okay? All I gotta do is drop one more and I'm done. Ooh, 2013. Shut Almost up. Almost up to 2014, dude. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I definitely set myself up for that one. Uh -huh. God damn it, Koi. <laughs> <sighs> All right, moving right along. Jared, what is up, my brother? Well, it's been a crazy week for me. Uh, on the week leading into Oticon, I ended up uh, marathoning through Revolutionary, uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena, which was a fun little flashback while working on finishing up our uh, the Gajinka um, Mao sticks that me and Scarlet wore at the con. Nice. Or, so that was a lot of fun and nice watching an old, like, old, God, I hate calling Utena old school. It was 90s, for no, God's sake. No, it's no, not no. old school. All right, we, we kind of figured out a pattern here. Anime from the Ooh. 70s is old, is, uh, is classic. classic. Anime from the 80s is old school. Anime from the 90s is retro. Yes, I was watching a retro series and having yeah. a good time doing it. Otakon was crazy and I don't know how I survived honestly uh, and obviously we're going to be talking about that in a little bit um, but I did run a panel there which was a lot of fun and, and promotions for uh, our website Scarlet Rhapsody which we got to do our famous Moon Prism Pop-Tarts panel so that was fun came back uh, completely exhausted and uh, just been trying to unwind by catching up on comics uh, recently was reading through uh, all new Ghost Rider and Captain America, because I just, I'm really behind. I'm weeks, months behind on certain series. So, so have you seen the uh, Captain America where uh, he got depowered? Yeah, I just read that one, and I just read the follow-up after that where the uncomfortable scene where uh, Sam and Jet wake up in bed together, and I'm like, oh, oh, it feels wrong. It's Jet's like a surrogate daughter to Captain America, and Falcon's like his brother and this is some weird almost but not quite incest thing and i've mm. creeped out by it but if, after i after uh, reading through that one i'm still kind of excited to see sam take up the captain america uh costume regardless of the weirdness with him and jet and for those who don't know jet is a is armin zola's daughter it's not some dude hashtag spoilers oh right forget about that sorry folks it's all good. That comic came out like a month ago, so <laughs> you should have probably read it if you're a Captain America fan. That and it's social media. Shit gets spoiled within one minute of it being out. Oh, I'm sure if I search the, the Tumblr, there's a bunch of stuff about Jet and Sam and like, I hate this peering. I love this peering. Blah, blah, blah. There are some things you don't, there are some parts of Tumblr you don't go near. I, I try to avoid anything about superhero pairings. Yeah, anything involving shipping wars or social, or social justice warriors, you steer very, very clear from. Yes, as far as possible. But, yes, yeah, kind, of, kind of a fun recovery time. Uh, was trying to decide what Gundam series I kind of want to watch, because I've just been kind of in a Gundam mood after the con. G Gundam. 
I'm actually going to go for After War Gundam X because I haven't watched it in years. Um, I was between that and re going, revisiting Turn A. Uh, yeah, I like the series that didn't come to America because they're awesome. Even though a lot of people hate Turn A, uh, hate uh, After War X. Uh, but, you know, it was kind of a tough decision on that one. Because I, I hate to admit it, part of me wants to watch Wing again just for the nostalgia factor. Mm. As much as I really have a lot of gripes about Wing, it's just nostalgic to me. And sometimes you just need to watch the cheese that is that series and constantly <laughs> yell at the screen, Raylena, shut the hell up. All right, somebody needs to cosplay Raylena Peacecraft, but already walk around with, like, you know, with, with, the, with the gunshot to the head with a sign that says, it, the, jo- the job's been done, or something like that. <laughs> no, she needs to hold a sign that says Hero was here. <laughs> it's it's just yeah, it, it just I like the fact that everyone can kind of agree on our, our just general hatred of Raylena. <laughs> but I do I did enjoy that series. I mean, I was tempted to actually go back and rewatch that, but I, I went with something that's going to just be episodes upon episodes of subtitles mm. instead of being tempted to listen to a Canadian dub and kind of make fun of it. So. Even though, hell, the fir- my first introduction to Gundam Wing was the dubbed version, so I guess it is a little bit nostalgic to me and fun. And I think for most of us, it is dubbed, and we start, we learn and discover other shit. Yeah. I mean, mo- most of the Gundam I think I've seen, I've, I've seen more subtitled Gundam than I have uh, dubbed Gundam at this point. Uh... So, you know, it's just kind of how it is, because of how few of the series have actually really come over here. Hmm. Fair enough. Okay. I'm pretty sure they were taking a chance when they originally brought over Wing, too. That was a, that was a big chance, because it's not your normal... It, not even not even really a normal Gundam series, but even in general for Bandai actually somehow convincing Cartoon Network to play the show, in and of itself, I think, was... Someone was drinking something and going... Oh no, this seems perfectly reasonable. Five teenage terrorists come to Earth to kill the military. <laughs> Let's put this on the air. That's a good idea. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, and who who ended up liking the series the most? Girls. girls. How do you get girls into mecha anime? Show them Gundam Wing. Yep. But hey, just for the record, they did show two episodes of Evangelion. They did. <laughs> yeah. It, it would have been nice had they been able to actually get the rights to uh, show Escaflone. I know they showed the movie at one point, but the TV series is a lot of fun. I, uh, recently, back in May, rewatched a few episodes of Friends, and uh, it doesn't stand up as well as I remember it, but it's still a lot of fun to kind of watch through and riff at how silly some of the choices in the series are. Yeah, I don't think they could get it because somebody else ended up getting it, wasn't it? Uh, it I Fox know it was had it. Yeah. Five or six episodes, and then and then dropped it. But Fox still had the TV rights and would not give them up. And Cartoon Network, uh, as I understand, tried to get them, but Fox is like, "Nope, we're holding on to this because we're jerks," or whatever legal thing they decided on. And eventually, Cartoon Network was like, "Screw it, <laughs> we'll get other stuff. We'll play Big O. Take that." Mm. See, I would have, I, I would have rather they had played uh, Nescafone. So, I love Nescafone. Mm. All right. <sighs> As for my weekend day, let's see. As you can tell, I didn't go to Otakon. But then Ain't after, you special. Yeah. But then after seeing a friend of mine post pictures from a Ronma one-half group, I proceeded to bang my head up into the wall and be like, I should have gone. 
there were some really great cosplay groups out there. Yes, especially since they were cosplaying the live-action movie version of Ronma One Half. So <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but what I ended up doing was the company I work for. Uh, they were up in Flushing Meadow Park. That's where I went because every year they have dragon boat races. And the company I worked for had a boat in a race, so I went up there. Now I'm doing some free food. Took some pictures, and I probably will be posting them later. And I finally gave one of my new batteries a dry run that I got. And so far, so good. I can't complain. But I do believe there is a short in my camera, but it's much more manageable now. That reminds me. Did you get your camera back yet? Uh, no. They, he hasn't dropped it off. He'll probably drop it off later this week. Um, I also went out and ordered a new case for my for my Cards Against Humanity. So I ordered, I thought it would be enough. I get the box, I assemble it, I'm like, yeah, I kind of came up short on this. How many cards do you have by now? Uh, I know yeah, I thought you sets. had plenty of, I thought you had plenty of room still in that box. That yeah. box, that box fell apart, so I had to get a new box. A bigger, whiter box? A thinner, <laughs> wider box. Yes. Yeah, I think because of how much traveling you do, you need to step away from the cardboard boxes and actually get something heavy duty. I actually saw one for, for like 35 bucks on Amazon for that. So you that, can find like a nice little plastic box or wooden box at like a Michael's. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it, there, I mean, little granted, isn't. Little isn't going to... He has everything. Well, I, I know, I know, but there's stuff that's bigger. I mean, little in the sense that it's not like a suitcase in I terms have, of like a size have. comparison, but you can find nice boxes there that would be at least wood or plastic and I know, last a hell of a lot longer than cardboard. Look, I have about 750 cards. Jeez, man. Excessive much? No, not that's really. That's all the expansions and stuff. Yeah, that's all he the has everything. Shit. I haven't even gotten into the unofficial shit yet. Yeah. Yeah, still excessive. It's Cards Against <laughs> Humanity. There's no such thing as being excessive. How long of a game are you planning to play? You... Until the alcohol Marco? runs out. No, um, okay. So, epic story of game. Yes. Um, we were sitting down at PAX East... There were, what, 16 of us sitting around playing Cards Against Humanity? Yes. When you have 16 people, you need all those cards. Uh, okay, I, I didn't think of a group that large. I thought it was like, you know, the four of you or something. Uh, and no. I was like, that's an excessive amount of cards for four people. Even with four of us, it's still a good game. And mind you, when we had these 16 people playing, we had people dropping in and out, bringing booze. We were doing shots from bottles from the big jugs of Johnny Walker as we were playing, okay? That's why next year for PAX, when we do this, we're going to kidnap Avalon and bring her along. I hope your liver is up oh, to yes. it. Okay, I need to join you guys for your epic sessions like this, because this sounds more awesome than words can actually describe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually Friday night. Because Saturday night is usually for boozing and after parties. Yes. All right. I'm in next year. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, I assembled the box. You know, I'm like, eh, it's okay. So it looks, well, if you put the box right where it is, and I have the two, the rest of the cards in two smaller booster boxes, and you put it right next, and you put it 
just right. It's kind of phallic looking, and I'm just like, wow, this is kind of fucked up. But the phallic looking thing kind of works of Cards Against Humanity. Yes, it does. So yesterday I checked the mail, and I see I got another package. Evidently, the company that I ordered the one box from sent me two. So I'm probably going to give it to somebody who needs to store at least 600 cards. Because I sure as hell can't use it. And that's been my weekend day. Oh, okay. We are so running late, but then again, it is Otakon. We do run late, so... Grab your popcorn, get some soda, have some tea. Because when we get back, we're going to kick things off into full gear, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all Let's ready? do it. All right, y'all ready? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. We'll be back.
Okay, that we got that out the way. Um, before we get into our our Otakon discussion, there's a couple of things I want to get out of the way first. Um, first thing, if you kind of notice, there's been a trend every time we come back from break. There's some type of breaking news or something that happens one way or another. Um, first things first, if you haven't heard by now, um, world-renowned actress Lauren Bacall passed at the age of 89. And for some of you who are wondering why I bring her up, she did a voice in Howl's Moving Castle as Witch of the Waste. So I kind of want to throw that out there. And also, if unless your head was literally in the ground for the last 24 hours, a, another well-known actor that probably every single one of us grew up with uh, passed away. If you don't know who I'm talking about... I'm talking about uh, Robin Williams. Uh, I'd rather not get into details about things, but I'm just going to kind of cut to the chase here. He, like most, probably a lot of people that we know, was suffering from bouts of depression and other issues. So what I want to say is that if you know somebody that's, down, it's going through some real bad issues, problems whatsoever. Reach out to them the best that you possibly can. Because sometimes all they really need is somebody to listen to and so forth. But if you feel you're on the other end of it, just understand you have friends and you have family that is there for you the best they can. And if you feel that nobody's uh, there for you, there is a toll-free number that you can call at any time. It's uh, 1-800-273-8255. Again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And for those of you who are on my Facebook page, I divulge the story in regards to this so I've kind of sort of been through this so just remember no matter what happens in life you're not alone no matter what you think you pick up that phone you can dial this number dial a friend dial a family member tell them what's going on and somebody will be there to listen for you, listen and be there for you Alright, now that I now that I got the um the public service announcement out the way. Let's talk Otacon in the ne in the next forty five minutes, shall we? We might need more time than that, but okay. Uh, I think well, I don't think there's anything coming on after us, so you know I think we got it, so Okay. Alright, so like I said, I didn't go to Otacon because I plan to do other conventions and I use a lot of my Vacation days for other things that were mandatory for me, so. Alright. I am going to assume Avalon and Ari did day zero. Mm -hmm. Try to. Best we could. Alright, who wants to go first and quickly tell me about day zero? You can go, Ari. Oh, you want to know how my fucking day zero went? Hmm. Got my schedule all... <clears throat> Fix it ahead Thursday through 
Monday off, you know, various shift switching with others. But uh, the way Thursday turned out, I might as well have just gone right after going to work. Mm. See, I I have no fucking idea why I did this, but I decided I was going to pick up someone who was rooming with us and who lived all the way up in Brooklyn. Yep. <clears throat> and I... Well, thankfully, the GPS was nice to me and uh, helped me carve through Staten Island to avoid the, the really big fuck you tolls. Mm. But, uh... You mean the giant dumpster? Yeah. Okay. But I got the... Got up to Brooklyn to, uh, get one of our... One of our, uh, hotel mates. And he said, okay, the other person we're going with, she's, you know, a couple blocks away, and I called her, and she'll be, like, down in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. We'll put her apartment place, and we wait for her. One hour later. Okay. At that point, I'll be like, yo, cool. I'll be like, yo, if you're not down here in five, ten minutes, we out. Done and done. Apparently, there was a cable guy in there for whatever the fuck reason. Oh, uh, yeah, they were supposed to installing cable or something like that. And when you have installers in the house, you can't leave, you're not supposed to leave them by themselves. Yeah, but I had n- no way of yeah. knowing any of that. Mm-hmm. So it gets some, like, he- like, mo- like, questionably sincere apology for, you know, waiting out there, like, in, the, in almost the middle of the road with the hazard flashers on. So, and <clears throat> so yeah, so after wasting our time there, we finally go down the uh, New Jersey Turnpike, and the traffic is appalling. Yeah. So it took us like five, let's see, four or five hours to uh get to get there. Even more for me because I had left earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm like thinking, aside from you know not knowing what the hell I was thinking or why I would agree to this. I mean, I guess it never occurred to the other guy to, uh, hey, take a take a bus down to uh, Philadelphia and I'll pick you up there. I'm being much easier for both of us. See, that's what I thought you were going to do because the only time you come up this way ever heading a con in the northern direction, not in the southern direction. Yeah, because direction. you're on the way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that away. I'm not going like an hour plus out of my way to pick up somebody anymore. Fair enough. But yeah, drove around the city looking for a good place to park. Every, park because the uh, Hilton's char- Hilton's charges for uh, valet parking would were fucking usury. But uh, I ended up paying like forty eight bucks for parking in a parking garage about a block and a half away from the convention. Okay. It, you know where the Holiday Inn is? Yes. It's on the, the corner opposite of it. Okay. Like, you, you, you cross one street and then cross one street to the east of it. Mm-hmm. That one. Gotcha. I know which one you're talking about. So, so yeah, and then we, uh, <coughs> so then we set about, you know, getting around the city and getting our badges. Now, uh, I don't have a whole lot of the waiting in line war stories that uh, everyone else has because yeah, it took me like five, ten minutes to get my badge. And most yeah, of that being, time, I was walking over to the Sheraton to go into the press lounge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being press is kind of a life hack when it comes to cons, and it always makes you feel terrible because if you see people in a long line con type thing, you just feel like a jerk. See, not all the time. 
See, I would I would have walked right past them. I would have just opened up my thing of water and just drank it as I was walking right past them. Ah, oh, this water. Forgetting so I'm talking to New Yorkers. No, that's not New even Jersey. that. <laughs> oh yeah, because New Jersey's so much better than New York. Down south, it is. Uh, I'm from California. I'm sorry. Like I just, my I, I see what you guys have out here, and it just kind of makes me chuckle. We forgive you. <laughs> but uh, no, don't worry. I moved to Boston, became a basshole, so it worked out pretty well for me. <laughs> but the uh, the little like, gifts, I guess you want to call them that, we got for registering with the press. Oh, by the way, to for registering as a press for Otakon, you have to. Like there's all sorts of uh, hoops that you have to jump through, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, that was it's not as bad as um, New York Comic Con. Yeah, <sighs> but besides the press stuff, you know, what else did you do on Thursday? Um, mostly just uh, chilling out and uh, introducing the rest of the uh, people in the room to the wonders of pancake syrup flavored vodka. Ooh. That sounds horrible and awesome at the exact That's same a time. Thing. Yep. Yeah, it's delicious. I'll have to try that next time we hang out. And I, I did remember that we had stayed at this hotel before because I immediately recognized the size and shape of the pool. Mm-hmm. It was a lowercase i. That and there's a Jimmy John's right downstairs. Yep. Oh yeah, that was another thing we. Like at one point, I was just really thirsty, you know, literally, not metaphorically in yeah. this case. I just wanted to get, you know, something to drink that wasn't straight alcohol. Right. So, went to the vending machine on our floor. E- even though, the, like, the soda was, like, 275 for 20 ounce, I'm like, <sighs> fuck it at this point, I don't care. Mm-hmm. That one didn't work. Another phone in 11 for someone punched out the the dollar bill reader. I'm not making that up. I believe it. And went down on the ninth floor. That one just wasn't accepting dollar bills at all. And I'm like, fuck this. Maybe the Jimmy John's is still open. So I just go down there and get a drink with, uh, I think, one of the other guys in our room, the guy with the dreadlocks. I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, that would be D-Styles. Yeah. We we decided to roll down there together. So, and they said, hey, they're actually still open because, because con. Mm-hmm. And say, just give me a large Diet Coke. It's like, hey, me a Coke, and the machine's over there on the wall. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, apparently, they were staying open as long as they were just to, uh, just because of the con crowd, and or until their, uh, their supply had run out for the day, which it did, uh, like, five minutes later. Wow. Um, I do know a friend of mine tried to order online for them to have them delivered to the dealer's room, and he he go to the page and it says they have disabled, uh, they have suspended online ordering, you know, for this weekend only. But you can always come on down and order what you want. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's funny, uh, Travis Donovan from Understation Live. See, he's going to Dragon Con, and there's a Jimmy John's right by the hotel where they're staying, and he said the same thing. I'm like, dude. They're, you're going to have to walk your ass down there and get yourself some food, man. They're not delivering to the hotel room. That ain't happening. He's like, Oh, you, you remember the California, you know, that Mexican place across yeah, from the Hilton? the place was horrible. I like the food there. Mm. But it's gone. But the subway is still there. Yes, the subway is the there. The scumbag subway is still there. Meanwhile, the Mexican place is gone. 
Yeah, I ended up having a lot of breakfast there, only because it was cheap, and I don't think Jimmy John sold breakfast. Yeah, you know what we should do for AAC? If there's no microwave in the in the, in the, in the room, I have a spare one in my closet. We'll get some microwave we'll get some microwave burritos and do that shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> breakfast of champions. Damn right. No, that's when you put beer in your cereal instead of milk. Uh, it's always my brother's term for having cold pizza. Uh, cold I pizza's good anytime. I can't. Eat. It really is. Anyway, that's that's mostly how day zero went for me. All right. Okay, Avalon, how was day zero for you? Well, day zero, um, what I was going to do was the day before, I was going to go down to uh, – to Wilmington, Delaware, which is where uh, Danny, my boyfriend, lives, and we were going to drive down from there. But I had a dinner that night, so I couldn't go. So early the next morning, packed everything up, got in the car, drove down. Traffic was fine until I ran into the first of five accidents that Mm. made me an hour late. So I got to, yeah, I got to... Um, I got off the turnpike, got to Delaware around 1. We managed to get to uh, Baltimore by 2.30, unpacked everything, got in, and then we realized something. One of our roommates had went to go and get everything out of the trunk of his car and then slammed the trunk with his keys in the trunk. Oh. And he couldn't open the door and pop the trunk? Nope. So he had to call his insurance in AAA, and he had to pay $115 out of pocket for replacement keys. At least with Mako-chan's car, if that was to happen, we could just tunnel in through the back seat. Uh (laughs) Also, mine has keyless entry, so... That's always nice. Yeah, but, um... So... After we got him out, we got up to our room. We were staying at the Spring Hill Suites Marriott, which was probably about three, um, two blocks over and three blocks farther into Baltimore from the con center. Okay, before you continue, I meant to say um, they're opening the room blocks for 2015 tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Oh, God. Otaku's stepping over one, one another just to get a good deal in a room. Well, they're not. You don't have to. You don't have to pay for a deposit, so it's all good. I just gotta make sure I have to be at work at eight fifty-five, so I can, so I can beat the the, the line. So please continue. <laughs> so um, after we get uh, after we get everything unloaded and in our hotel room, which turned out we got this huge suite, which was a bedroom with two queen size beds and a pull-out couch futon. Um, which was pretty sweet. We we were fitting nine people, which ended up to be ah. ten, which that experience was kind of meh, but I'm not going to go into it. Um, Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> I meant you had much less room troubles than me. Uh, that's debatable. Yeah, mine, mine was a way over-crammed room. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, no, my room was still crammed, but... It was more just the goings on in that room. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Um, after we got all together, we headed down to the con center, and we see the huge gargantuan thing that is Line Con. 
So we're just like, oh, God, where does the line start? And we couldn't find the start of the line. So then we found um, a staff member came out with a megaphone and said, okay, you guys need to get closer to the wall so that we can stop blocking, blocking pedestrian traffic. So that's what we did. And by complete accident, we ended up cutting like 2,000 people. <laughs> well, oh, well, hey, if by they... Well, accident. Hey, if they weren't paying attention, oh, well. Basically. So we only waited in line for three hours. <laughs> only three hours. <laughs> Got our badges by eight, which was nice. And then just kind of uh, went back to the hotel and hung out and just ate food and played video games and drank and stuff like that. And um, I kind of went back to the uh, to the convention center to hang out with the uh, Ashby images because she and I and I know Rama, you don't like her too too much, but she and I have become like BFF. So we hung out and talked about boys. And then I went home, went back, wanted to unpack everything, decided I was going to leave it in the suitcase, and then just kind of, like, flopped on the bed and passed the fuck out. And that was my day, Zero. Okay, and if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Rageinator says, wait, Ron was advocating a bunch of people eating burritos, all of which are in close proximity to each other, and probably in a small room. How is this a good idea? Can you say gas chamber? Oh. Now, 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 now. That only applies if everybody's eating White Castle. Oh, God. Belly bombers. <laughs> oh. Except for, except for me. I have an ironclad stomach. Those poor toilets. <laughs> Someone clogged a toilet in the room we were in. It was nasty. Oh. No one wants to be that guy. You make that person sleep in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now besides that one hell of a conga line now I had said Yo, what is up with registration now I have a pretty decent network of people I found out this is more or less what had happened anybody else that says otherwise let them say that but like I said, I, I, I got some sources. So, normally they don't open up the Wi-Fi at the BCC. You pretty much have to use your own service whatsoever. They decided to open it up. The wireless in the BCC runs on the same network as registration. So, think of it as a router. Wi-Fi aspect is for everybody that's on the lines. And the hardwire connection is the registration machine. So you have all those IP addresses coming through, all those hits, all those bits, all those pings going right through to one network that's at least, I'd say, maybe a one megabit connection. I'm talking DSL here, if that. So you got all those connections coming through trying to get from point A to point B. You're going to slow down that network. It's going to clog. It's pretty much just going to just stop and bottleneck, which will cause slowdowns of registration. Now, once it calms down, all those, all those connections is just going to run right through. Now, we all know a bunch of those were going to the server for uh, Oticon. Yeah, all that hit that at once, 
knock the server out. So, as people were saying, why was Otakon doing their registration on the Wi-Fi? Technically, they weren't. They were on the same network. And what they should have done was split the connection and had each one running at a dedicated speed or something like that. Or, if you are kind of paying attention, if you work in like an office or wherever, when you have Wi-Fi in the office, they have like these little hotspot devices that are running around. They all look identical. They all carry the same Wi-Fi information. So, what they should have done was... It should have been okay for them to turn on the wireless, but they should have disabled the hotspots where the line was. So if you really want Wi-Fi, you just go to the other side of the convention center. And there's networking in a nutshell, or how to cause a DDoS if you really want it to. Anywho, and if we go back to the chat room, Rageinator says, Saddam Hussein's mustard gas has nothing on my farts. Timely and Deft Phone says the Fog Network. Oh, <laughs> you have no room to complain, Avalon. He's your people's. Yeah. Okay, let's move along to day one Friday, where it's the calm before the storm, and people were still online. You Oh yeah, those you, line the line was going around the block. You think um it was you think it was like the backstreet boys or somebody were performing there with the way the lines were. I think at that point I would have been like, fuck this, I'm coming back with a tent and a sleeping bag. I think someone might have been there with a tent and a sleeping bag. And Act Def says right now, anime fart session. Avalon, he's all yours. Yeah. Alright, so... So pretty much... Avalon, you didn't have to worry about getting... You got your, your badge, right? Yep. Okay. Alright, so let's start it off with Jared. So, how was your trek coming down and your day one? Well, I had to leave late on the bus because of work-related issues. We would hoped to leave earlier on Thursday, but alas, we left at like 8, 9 o'clock. I know that I feel. got stuck at the Port Authority terminal for way too long and then finally made our way into Baltimore around 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I ended up, we, our roommates were just, wouldn't even let us into the room until about 8 o'clock. I almost fell asleep in the lobby. Uh, thing of but anyhow, annoying roommates and horrible trip aside, uh, ended up getting a, getting a rest. Uh, it was press, so just ran right up and got my badge, which was fun. And then got to get ready to do my panel for uh, Moon Prism Pop-Tarts, the mm -hmm. 90s Sailor Moon panel, which is always a lot of fun. Huge packed audience, played some fun clips, uh, talked a little bit about, you know, some Sailor Moon news, but mostly focusing on the usual, the story of how it, how Sailor Moon came to the U.S. and all that insanity. And all the weird little kind of things that came out of Sailor Moon's arrival here. And generally a lot of fun. The audience really seemed to like it. And then uh, hit a few panels. Got to see uh, the classic uh, voice actors uh, from the Canadian dub of Sailor Moon. Canadian, eh? Eh. Uh which was fun. I'd already seen uh, 
John Stocker before and I and um, Linda Valentine. I'd seen her before as well, but I actually actually got to see. Uh, oh shoot, what's her name? Ah, mind blank. Three seconds. Uh, uh, Griffin. I got to see Griffin for the first time. Okay. Uh, a voice of one of the voices of Sailor Mars. So that was kind of fun. And then ironically, their panel was right after our panel. So it was it was basically, hey, we just did a panel about you. And now we have to go all the way across the convention center to get to their room that they were at to be all like, yay. <laughs> Let's hear your weird stories of the craziness of uh, getting that series done. But, you know, overall, kind of day one was light in terms of the panels and stuff. But we did get to see Dante Bosco. Um, a man whom I had the opportunity to interview back when I was in California. Cool. A super awesome, laid-back guy. If you're if you're ever at a con with him, he will tell some funny stories about his times, you know, being a break dancer, about his times uh, getting into acting and how he didn't really expect to really do any acting, and even stories about like interacting with Mark Hamill while recording Avatar and things like that. So, great guy, funny guy, and just really down to earth. All right. That's pretty boss. Were you at the interview with him on Saturday? Uh, no, I didn't have the chance to. My Saturday was blocked with a lot of things, but I interviewed him at Pacific Media Expo back in, I want to say 2010 or 11. It was 2012. I'm being told. So that was really cool. I got to do a little one-on-one of him, ask him a few questions and, Got to talk to him about Fist of the North Star. Uh, for those who don't know, he was he was in the live action Fist of the North Star. I so. actually liked the live action Fist of the North Star. It, it is it is cheese to an extreme, but kind of fun because of it. If you just forget everything you know about Hotoka no Ken and just kind of enjoy it for what it is. And the fact that downtown Julie Brown is in the movie. Yep. All right, um, Ari, how was day one for you? <clears throat> I, I frequently uh, clashed with the hotel staff over the room situation. We had ordered a double bedroom, and they had a king room for us, despite that. And they, and they initially didn't want to, you know, do anything about it. And they very begrudgingly sent up a rollaway bed, mm. and they still wanted to charge us for it. <laughs> I believe you. Son, because I had to speak to him a few times. Oh yeah, and you, you should have seen the look on my face as as you were talking to her through my phone, and I just had a death grip on the little little shelf that uh, the customer leans on at the counter. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so on Friday. But uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, what panels did you hit up on Friday, and what were the cosplays like? Um, the cosplays were pretty good. I got, got lots of pictures and all. Cool. And uh, went through a bunch of different panels. Like some of them for, uh, you know, you know uh, at academic studies of anime and manga to uh, some of the worst anime ever showed for either technical or developmental reasons. Mm. Like like the I like to keep my bases uh, pretty broad. Uh, I didn't actually cosplay this weekend because I was feeling really shitty about myself and my self-image, and also oh. most of my clothes were uh, packed away. Packed away and right. being in the process of being moved around. Gotcha. Okay. 
But, uh... Yeah, sorry, I was one of your reviews. Um... Friday night was the debut of AMV Hell 7, which is the 10th anniversary of AMV Hell. Ooh. And it was it was good, mostly, but uh, there were some parts that uh, I guess were put in there just to invoke like, groans of disgust from the audience. Like, <laughs> you ever heard the song Fireflies by Al City? No, I have not. Uh, but basically, it's well, the, the lyrics of the song involved like fireflies, and the footage they played over it was "Grave of the Fireflies." You do realize I won't have to download some more AMV Hells. So I'm probably missing a couple. Yeah, and Ooh. like the the bottom tier of that was uh, they played the the insane clown posse song "Miracles." Mm-hmm. You know, one that became famous for fucking magnets. How did that they work? Uh, yeah. It was that to all the. Various different types of Pokemon. <laughs> no, 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 no. It gets worse. It gets worse. <sighs> it ended with Ash and Pikachu painted up like Shaggy 2, Jope, and, si- and Silent J. <laughs> okay, I'm sold on that shit. I am sold. Ranma. What? You're not missing any AMV Hells. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I was like... I think I, I am like, if he's describing that one. Fuck you. If he's describing that one, I think I'm missing that one. Like I said, well, yeah, AMV Hell Seven. Okay, yeah, I have that to... won't be that won't be released until September. Oh, they're premiering it at uh, two more conventions. Gotcha. But Unless you feel so... like going to uh, AWA. Just so you know. One of the reasons why I went to Faname 2005 was to see True Naruto style the movie. It was me and Drew Nahami in the San Jose Convention Center at 3.45 in the goddamn morning to watch it. And it was glorious. Mm. But other than that, it was pretty funny, especially when the credits was uh, Weird Al Yankovic style. That's what I call pop. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's how... It- that's mostly how uh, day one went for me. Okay. <laughs> okay, um, Avalon, how was day one for you? Oh, man. Um, I got to tell you, I did not miss the humidity that was Baltimore on the harbor. Uh-huh. Actually, it was pretty, like, the weather was in the mid-80s. It wasn't all that humid. I still hate humidity, yeah, I, so... I think day two was probably the worst day of, in terms of weather. Oh, no, it totally was. I just didn't like the humidity at all because I am a homebody, so mm. if I'm outside, that's the only time where I can experience humidity, so being out of the air conditioning, I was kind of just like, kill me. <laughs> I know that but, feeling. Yeah, but we've been at, at uh, Otakon's where the temperatures was in the mid-90s to triple digits <sighs> with humidity, oh. and it was like... Walking around like that. Oh god, I would have been the biggest bitch on the planet if it were in the 90s and higher. But, uh, yeah, day one was actually really, really cool for me. Um, last year I wasn't able to go to the My Little Pony meetup because it decided to rain, so I ended up missing it. Like, they got together and everyone had to disperse, and they didn't, like, they decided not to pick a different location to hold it just for the sake of gathering everyone. So 
it was the sun was out. Everyone was down there. I stayed out there for a little bit, and I actually had two fans like recognize me and one of them met up with me and we talked and it was just so cool to like get to chat with them and meet people that had been following my stuff and I was like I can't believe that you like me but uh it was just it was ridiculous and actually just really surreal that so many people noticed me I the entire weekend I was star spotted at least eight times and I was just appalled. Don't you mean shocked? Well, yeah, I mean, whatever. Shocked. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, uh, day one, after the pony meetup, I just kind of wandered around. This entire weekend, I didn't bo overbook myself for shoots like I did for KatsuCon uh, Katsu or Last Resort Con, so I was very grateful of that. But, um... I didn't go to any panels or anything, but I did get to go to the Kill a Kill meetup just because I wanted to see what was going on, and um, I believe her name is Sister Cacao uh, Cosplay, and there was another cosplayer that I don't remember his name. They did an amazing Gamagori and uh, Nonon from Kill a Kill, and I was just blown the fuck away at how good they were especially that guy's uh that guy's gamagori holy crap he had the perfect contact lenses for his eyes perfect complexion and figure minus like a couple of feet of height um perfect hair perfect i was just and then when he started to talk his voice was kind of meek and shy and i was like oh my god it does not compute but you are adorable but Day, day one was pretty cool, went back to the room, then decided to go out because uh, Ashby apparently wanted to drink, so we did something really dangerous. Me and her alone ventured into Baltimore in the dark. Why would oh, you do that? Fuck. Yeah, I, I, I fucked up. But, luckily, we had not, like, we weren't approached at all. The roads were clear. We stayed where it was well lit. And we didn't look like we were confused at all because we had an idea of where we were going. So I feel like people are more likely to pick on you if you look lost. And we didn't. But anyway, we find this place. I forget what exactly it was called, but it was kind of like this... Uh, this huge, 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 uh, forget what it, it's like this, I don't even know how the fuck to respond, it was like this community, like this little arcade thing, like, you know when you go to a, uh, when you go to an amusement park and you see, like, all of the booths together that, like, you can go and play, like, arcade games and win, like, prizes and crap like that? Coney Island. Uh-huh. Uh... Well, um, we found kind of something like that, which was called the power plant. Oh, I know what place you're talking about. Yeah. Holy crap, this place was the promised land. It is. A lot of people go there on Thursdays and, and like, Saturday nights. Yeah, we went there on Friday night, mm -hmm. and I go inside, and I'm sitting down with all these people, 
And then they're kind of like walking up and like introducing themselves to me. And I met a couple of photographers and cosplayers that were really good that I wasn't aware of. And then I met uh, Danielle Boulot, I think is how you pronounce her name, mm-hmm. which shocked the hell out of me. And then I met Elysium Entertainment, who was acting all buddy-buddy with me. And we actually like serenaded each other at one point. So that was hilarious. And then wow. I found out he follows me and I was just like, <gasps> okay, what do? Um, You'd be all right. Yeah, and then I met Anna Fisher. Mm, she, she's good people. Me and her go way back. I got stories. She's so, she's so goofy when it's drunk. It's hilarious. She's like that when she's not drunk. Oh, well, she's fucking goofy. But I made uh, Danny come and get me because I did not want to walk back alone. And he came and got me. And we walked around a little bit. And then I got home. I mean, got back to the hotel, and I was so completely trashed that the first thing that I thought to do was I just need to put food in my stomach for the sake of putting food in my stomach. And we had Easy Mac in the room. Mm-hmm. So I made Easy Mac, ate that, took a shower, almost passed out in the tub from exhaustion. Mm. But I got, like, it wasn't like I wasn't able to move. I just didn't want to move. But as soon as I got out of the shower, I just kind of, again, face-planted drunkenly into the bed. Or rather, onto the floor, because that's where I spent that night, because we kind of didn't have enough room for everybody. Fair enough. And that was my day. That was my uh, day one. Okay, now let's move along to day two, the big sh- the big day. Now, Avalon, did you enter the masquerade at all? No, masquerades just aren't for me. Good. I mean... I think you should enter masquerades because your 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 stuff's on par. Straight up. I mean, my stuff is on par, but I don't believe in competing. True. But I mean, it would be cool if I could do World Cosplay Summit, but I would it would take me years to perfect something, and act it out and and completely just perfect it before I wanted to put it on stage. It's not completely out of my mind yet, but for right now, I just want to do it for fun. Fair enough, but I'm just saying, I, I, I'm just saying you should do it because you have some talent. I think people should see it. But when you do like masquerades for like Katsukon and Otakon, yeah, kiss your Saturdays goodbye. Yeah, that's also a, also the thing. I don't want yeah. to give up a huge day of a con just to wait in the back of a stage to go on stage for like five seconds to like three minutes. I don't. I'd rather just spend time with my friends in cosplay, do a couple photo shoots, walk around, see the sights. That's basically my thing. Okay, so how did your Saturday go? Um, my Saturday was pretty cool. I debuted my nudist beach, um, Ryuko, awesome. which not a lot of people have done because it's not canon. Hmm. <laughs> um, that was pro- possibly one of the uh, skimpiest cosplays I've ever worn in my entire life. Out in public, I mean. I mean, the only thing that I've done was the Sailor Mars lingerie, and that was the skimpiest, but that was just a bra, or part of a bra, attached to a gun holster, a pair of booty shorts, and a tactical belt with combat boots and thigh highs. Mm. So there was a lot of skin showing, and uh, it was also the first time ever at a convention that I received a negative response about my body. Alright, so after you called Mako-chan to help you dispose of the body, what next? <laughs> well, I was right there. 
much for, much okay. less mileage put on the car. All right, so after um, Ari slammed this guy's head into a brick wall, then what <laughs> happened? No, I mean, I yeah, wish. Harbor waters are filthy enough. No, it'll never be discovered. <laughs> the thing was. shade of dark blue and the, the, it's the same shade of black in the day as well as in the night. Oh, loud. <laughs> Seriously, the water's like pitch black there. <laughs> but it was actually it was ridiculous because when I was um again you show a lot of skin there's not a lot to hide when you're in a nudist beach cosplay and I'm sitting I think it was in the lobby of the third floor terrace or whatever on one of the uh the cushioned chairs mm -hmm. and I hear people like talking behind me and uh it was two guys and then someone was asking asking something like where whatever was and then I heard something something behind the chubby nudist beach cosplayer <laughs> and I look around and I'm the only one there and I just thought oh the fuck you say okay fuck you say bruh except I didn't say anything because I wanted to wait to see what the guy looked like when he walked by and when I saw him walk by he looked like he weighed three of what I weigh so in other words you ran into my old roommate <laughs> Ouch. My old oh, roommate damn. looks like an internet meme. You know this for a fact. <laughs> Punch me. Low blow so hard, Ave Maria cues up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mako starts singing. Well, it's over. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, day was awesome. It was also the day that I got not just drunk, but rip-roaringly trashed. <laughs> Turned down for what? Basically. Oh, um, I went back to my hotel room after that day. Actually, um, all, when I was doing uh, before I go on to that, when I was doing, doing New Speech Ryuko, every guy and every girl who's into anime has a waifu or a husbando character that if they were in if they were real they would drop their significant other like a ton of bricks just to get a chance to get that person in bed mm. and mine is Aikuro Mitsugi from Kill a Kill oh boy two reasons one he's gorgeous two his role before you find out that he's a member of Nudist Beach is a teacher, and my kink for teacher-student is redonk. You sure you want to admit that on this podcast? I don't care. Okay! <laughs> if Dan hey, if Danny's around and someone comes up to me the wrong way, he will go psychotic, and you don't want to see the quiet types when they go psychotic. Yes, I can, I can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> but he did not just regular uh, Mitsugi, he did nudist beach Mitsugi with me, and it was his first time wearing that little as well, and I was so proud of him because he stepped out of his comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But I made sure that he looked on point. I did his wig myself, spent five hours styling it, cutting it, gelling it, spraying it, making sure that it was perfect whenever it looked like it was kind of falling. I would search for hairpins or whatever to pin it back. I put a little eyeliner on his eyes to really bring them out, make them look like whiter. Um, I picked out which color of the blue of 
he had certain like different blue contact lenses and I picked out the color that I wanted him to wear. I helped him with his body makeup with everything like that. I helped him pose and I was just so fucking proud of him. And then at the end of the, uh, like toward the middle of the day, our friend Victor did photos of us and we actually got shipping pictures in and I'm waiting with bated breath to see them because I know that when I get them, I'm going to scream. I will hear you all the way down here in the Brooklyn studios. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you will, and possibly the air over there will be a lot more humid. And I will probably text you, <laughs> God damn it, my ears! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, apart from that, uh, Danny took me out to dinner for a little date because we didn't get any private time in the hotel because there were so many people, which was really nice. And then after that, we got back, and it was hashtag turned down for what? Oh, boy. We played Cards Against Humanity and just drank and 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 listened to a lot of old hip-hop, like stuff that came out in the 90s that was ridiculously popular and played every five minutes on the radio and drank some more and drank some more and drank some more, stayed up until maybe four, and then we all just, like, passed out where we stood. Wherever he lands, there shall he be buried. (laughs) I should have hung out with you that Saturday night because you had a much more fun time than I did. Aw. Well, it, like, if you had found me, you definitely would have been invited. Everyone was chill in my room. See, now you talk about old school... I had no way of getting in contact with you, so... Yeah, yeah, see, point. See, now you talk about old school and stuff like that. I got I, I, I got this running through my head, because this was my joint from back in the day. What can I say? I love myself some Naughty by Nature. Actually, I think that was one of the songs we listened to. <laughs> alright, you... Alright, alright, y'all... 1993. Yeah... Hey, all right, y'all got y'all got some good taste right there. I'm gonna, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my Saturday, possibly like the best day of the con for me. Cool. All right, um, Ari, your Saturday. Uh, well, I tried to get into the photo shoot for the Sailor Moon World Record attempt. Yeah. Did we break the record? Uh, nope. Number number one. Fuck was you, Anime there. Expo. Fuck you, Otakon. Number right one, on. there was no one there to verify any kind of record being set or attempted. and Yeah, which was odd a... because we were told there was going to be somebody. Get the fuck out of here. And it wasn't even a big collective photo shoot. It's just like people like splintering off into their own little worlds like, well, 15, I mean, like after like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, well, because we waited around for someone official to show up. No one official showed up. And we were just like, screw it. We'll do our own thing. And there was a uh, Sailor Neptune, I th- not Neptune, a uh, Uranus, mm-hmm. that ended up just kind of organizing everyone to just kind of do stuff because we were all just sitting around waiting, yeah. and I'm glad somebody took charge. You see, if I was at Artemis, I would have had that photo shoot down on lock, okay? So, cause well, I'm- it's because everyone was waiting for someone official, you know? So uh, that's just kind of what happened. Because that's what Biz said. Biz said they was going to do this. Uh, you know, hey. <laughs> Never doubt the incompetency of others. Uh, yeah. Yeah, especially in my field of work. Anyway, it was more of a, you know, bopping around, taking pictures, maybe checking out the game room every now and then. Mm -hmm. I stayed away from the artist alley and dealer's room because my budget was, you know, really minimal and I didn't want to risk the chance of, you know, blowing everything on shit I wasn't going to be able to get home. Right, right. No, well, not get home, not be unable to get home, but not have the money to get home, even though I got paid on Tuesday. The, the, this co- today, I mean. 
and I wasn't sure how much the uh, the parking was going to be at the time, so I had a big chunk of money set aside for that. Gotcha. But uh, I also did, recorded two interviews. Uh, that's all I could get. That's I'm, cool. Sorry. It wasn't with the uh, people you asked me to, because I could only get the two with the... The first one was the one with uh, Wendy Lee. Okay, all right. And uh, she had, like, she was a nice person to talk about, to talk to, and you did a lot of nice, like, cool stuff in her career. And uh, after that, like, was a uh, round robin interview with uh, Dante Bosco. Okay. And he was a really nice, cool guy to hang out with, and I did get bumpers from both of them as well. Sweet. Yeah, because I was seeing pictures from everybody on my Facebook. I was like, it's like the entire con was just chilling with Dante Bosco. I was like, God Rufy. damn. Oh. Keep it in your pants, woman. The, the, the thing that, that really struck me <laughs> that I didn't want to bring up, because his natural speaking voice is pretty, and Zuko's voice are one and the same. You see, if I had known you were going to interview him, I should have told you, ask him about the movie he did called Faking the Funk. I uh, I didn't know what I was gonna do. Uh, yeah, before. if I had known, I was gonna tell you. Ask him about that movie. <laughs> oh lord. Okay. But uh, you know, on a, like that on Saturday night, we like the people in the room ended up, you know, meeting for a big group dinner, which I'm always a big fan of. Ooh. You know, I I, I at least try to advocate like one you know. Big, like big group meal for the everyone. Mm-hmm. But uh, remember the one year when we thought we had the Hilton directly next to the hotel, yeah, and we ended up on the other side of the harbor. Yeah, that's where we were eating near near the, this place called. Wait, I got the merchandise right uh, Dick's Last Resort. I heard, I heard so many talk about, so many people talking about that place. It's like oh yeah, place. it was it was wonderful. <laughs> well, we we ate outside and these like long picnic tables and the. And the waitstaff is sarcastic and they're like real like sharp witted and whatnot. <clears throat> and I heard it, and we get to learn the uh, fun way that the staff likes to dress up for, like when they know the uh, conventions in town. Right. And the one girl who was uh, serving us was uh, dressing up as Misty. Ooh. And granted, she had the uh, a like ripped up T-shirt with a Doctor Who's and Derpy on it, but. Right, there was right. still the yellow t-shirt underneath. Okay. And suffice to say, she was really getting into the character. And like, right. like, loud, brash, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we all ate there, and, uh, and when they served the drinks to you, you get, you, uh, get to keep the cups, which is either this, uh, hurricane glass, this, uh, little, like, light-up glass on the bottom, or this big, like, coconut-looking thing. Well, I don't know how... I don't know how it's big it's different than the dicks I went to, um, but I have a glass, a dicks glass, actually on our shelf right here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we all and apparently we uh, got a nice discount because we had we all had our uh, badges on us. Sweet. So it uh, it brought the price down considerably, and we all ate and drank, you know, pretty f- and had a good time. One thing I did notice is that. It was some guy's birthday, and some other waiter had, like, pointed out, and he's like, Do we give a fuck? <laughs> and people around him were going, No! I have to try, I have to check this place out, okay? You, I'm like, you think, got me. Like, wow! That's 
fucking harsh. I mean, the guy was having a bit. Ba- the guy was having a bad day, and he was taking out for his birthday, and he got that reaction. Now, I don't know how I'd react. You usually go to a dick's in order to get hazed like that. I think that's kind of that's part of the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is my first know. time at dick's, so I didn't have any kind of frame of reference. Yeah, if, if you don't have the frame of reference, it, it will. It's I don't want to call it a culture shock, but it's kind of like a why would you go here? <laughs> kind of a also, I did order. I guess. They were late with my food because they they uh, uh, like ran out of, like he, like cooking halfway because I ordered the. Uh, they called the big pig, which is pretty much pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. But uh, after like the other three in the party get their food, the uh, waiter, the uh, waits waitress comes and says, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're uh, having some problems. We we ran out of stuff. And, like anything else we can fix it." Like, all right, fine. So go with the uh, cheeseburger then. And they uh, they were nice enough to uh, you know, not be too pricey with it. But uh, other than that, I kind of enjoyed the place. All right, now Sunday. Let's wrap. Let's wrap. Wait, up. wait, wait. wait what? Also, what? Uh, I felt the wrath of the lion cons when when I tried to get into two different panels after eating mm-hmm. and getting back to the the con. But they were winding around the uh, the Hilton, the second floor of the Hilton, Oof. and and they were intertwined with one another. And so it was really hard to tell one, where one and one began, and are like, like, like incredibly long and arduous. So I, I didn't end up going to either one of them. So I just came back to the room, drank, and then uh, passed out after a while. Fair enough. That's too bad. All right. Yeah. Okay, people, round robin your Sundays and go. Oh, I don't get to talk about day two. I thought you did. I only talked a little bit about the Sailor Moon Gathering and right. already brought it up. Go, go, my friend. Okay, go. I'll make this quick because we want to get to that end thing there. Yeah. Uh, the Sailor Moon Gathering actually was a lot of fun. I was going, uh, what, Scarlet Rhapsody was there representing, of course, Super Sailor Moon as, uh, or Scarlet as Super Sailor Moon, me as uh, prof- uh, Professor Dr. Tomoe. Uh, got to hang out with a bunch of villains, lots of fun. Photoshoot turned out pretty well. Uh, also got to see the new dub for the 90s series. I got to see a few new episodes. They showed the introduction of Ami and the introduction of Rei, and that was a dub of an anime. I got to see the dub of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That was freaking awesome. I'm a JoJo fan, and hearing them go through and be just as over the top as you need to be to (laughs) pull off JoJo is so amazing. And just having it end with them actually keeping the end theme intact, so having the entire room just singing along with Walk Like an Egyptian... (laughs) <laughs> was the cool way to kind of Wait, kind of wrap that up? What? Oh, the uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure series three. The end theme is "Walk Like an Egyptian," the by classic the, '80s song by the Bangles. By the Bangles. Are you shitting me? Are you? For... <laughs> That's you're, amazing. You're and a bunch right. of people in the room just started singing along. It was great. You're, you're picturing doing all the JoJo poses to that song, right? No, I, I, I'm just having a moment. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Because I know a, I am. I'm just having a moment because it's, it's the Bangles. Okay, please continue. Ranma. Yeah, yeah. You thought it was the Bangles, but it was me, Gio, all along. Oh God! Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> Keep that up. I'll dry clean your senkets. Okay, fine. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. And then kind of wrapped up the night, hanging out with a bunch of uh, Fate cosplayers. 
uh, walking around with my Neko Arc puppet from Melty Blood, just generally having a good time, eating some Dippin' Dots, and making jokes, talking about video games and JRPGs and what have you. Pretty much a fun, pretty fun night, actually, cool. and a very busy day. Just a lot of running around, dealers hauling all that other stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move right along to Sunday, and Ari, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> okay, and here we go on the Sunday where we wind down, and, and you know, probably you would think that on Sunday it'd be less cosplayers. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. never. And we're still playing cosplayers wandering around. Yep. Let's see. Oh, the big panel I went to on Sunday was a uh, big tsunami panel. Oh, okay. So we were all sharing our memories of it, you know playing a bunch of classic bumpers and uh, discussing all the series that they uh, showed with it and a big discussion on what shows they want like people wanted to see in it mm-hmm. and there's a long list there oh yeah I remember I was on some of those forums I remember just people arguing back and forth as to what they should get next good times <sighs> or what or what shows got screwed over yeah that happened too Reminds me of the B-Money style days, you know, when certain mixes would come over and sh- all that craziness. Yeah, no. Yeah, then we uh, had to wait a while to get everyone together, but uh, we ended up finally packing everything up. I had, We uh, came to a compromise, and I took them to the train station near Somerset, you know, where Anime Next is? Oh, okay. I said, okay, you guys can, uh, can dr- I can drop you off here because I don't have the time, patience, and or money to drive like drive through Brooklyn again. Like, go Bro- over all those bridges and pay all those goddamn tolls. That Brooklyn rage, huh? Brooklyn rage! Brooklyn rage! <laughs> but yeah, I ended up getting home around 10 o'clock or so after and this is after eating when I was on the road, so. Mm-hmm. And I you know, unpacked everything. And, uh, see, I what was even worse is that I only had one suitcase and it's even with all my clothes and my computer bag in it. Yeah. And the other two had uh, stuff completely stuffed in my trunk and in the back seat. Well, <sighs> it's a cosplay thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Cosplay does take up an unnecessary amount of room in your luggage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still, if you're riding with someone else, you'd, you you got to have a little consideration. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. that, like, they, like, have arms of bags and stuff, and, like, thinking, hmm, you think it'll all fit? And the driver's staring there, like, staring there with the, uh, glare a hole through you look. Twitch, twitch, twitch. Yeah. I've been covered with other people's bags on numerous occasions. I know what it's like. <laughs> that backseat experience of just, hey, we need to put this on top of you, and this on top of you, and this on top of you. Hope you enjoy being in the back seat. He's like, yep, thanks, Dix. Don't get claustrophobia. <laughs> Is there a rest stop nearby? I have to go to the bathroom. Twitch. <laughs> Thankfully, it's never come to that, and I don't remember the last time I was in the backseat of anyone's car on the way to Ocon, so. Mm. So, yeah, that's how Sunday went for me. Okay. It, it, it's easier when you're the driver, I imagine, than being a passenger. <laughs> being a passenger can sometimes really suck. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, uh, who wants to go next to talk about their Sunday? I'll go and I'll be quick about it. Go for it. Okay, so my Sunday cosplayed as Tails, danced around on the third floor terrace, almost passed out because I was in the humidity and that was the most I had ever worn. Got Jimmy John's, went back home at around three, made sure that I I probably dished out like a hundred freaking thank yous and hugs to everybody. And uh, let's see, got home, uh, got to Danny's place, took my car, took the wrong uh, exit to get on the turnpike. Ended up being caught up in Trenton, didn't know where I was, ended up further in Trenton in the very bad part of it. I'm sorry. Mm. You say that like there's a good part of Trenton. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, I ended up getting, like, I left uh, Danny's at 7.40, and I ended up getting home. It would usually take me maybe, like... God, I don't know, three hours, yep. and it ended up taking, like, until I got, until it took, until 11, 15, that's when I eventually got home. The good news is that when I get lost, my GPS had me take a whole bunch of back roads, and I didn't have to pay the uh, tolls for the turnpike. Good for you. That's at least a good sign. Yeah, I mean, I was still having, like, I was still in the midst of a panic attack because I was like, okay, I'm lost and I'm not going to be able to get home. But then I did get home and I realized, oh, I didn't even have to pay that many tolls. That's pretty freaking awesome. But, yeah, that was my Sunday. Well, uh, things were pretty fun for me. I began uh, being able to do a little uh, press conference thing for the Sailor Moon voice actors and asked John Stalker about his uh, work on the Super Mario Super Show as the voice of Toad, which is was honestly my favorite character from that old cartoon, um, despite how bad that cartoon was. And he actually went on to a story about talking about uh, being beastly in uh, Care Bears, because I also asked about, you know, what your favorites other big franchise roles were, and that was his. And that was kind of a fun little thing talking about that and being able to admit my love of the character Toad. Uh, Went to the Dubs of Time Forgot panel. I highly recommend this whenever this gets uh, done. I think he mostly does the panels over uh, in the uh, in that region because I believe he, I, the first time I saw his panel was at Katsukon, but I might be wrong on that. Uh, he went through all the different Harlocks we've had over the years, and some of which I've never even heard before. And it was a lot of fun just hearing the weird comparisons and including some other really weird dub of... Uh, Usura Yatsura, which is also kind of cool. And kind of last panel I got to hit was the History of Gundam uh, Universal Century, which was kind of cool going through all the different things and what's canon, what Tomino says is canon, what Sunrise says is canon. Um, so that was actually kind of cool to, to go through that. It kind of reignited my need to watch some Gundam. But overall, kind of a, a lot to do on Sunday, which was kind of a surprise. And then, of course, a long, hideous, horrible bus ride home that I never want to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that bus trip from New York to North Carolina. <laughs> I think I've done Ugh. it more times I've, that, I, that I wanted to, but it was so worth it. Oh, I, I will say this. Like, terrible, terrible bus trip. Oticon was a lot of fun and totally worth the trip. I just, next time I want to fly or I want someone to, like, just, I'll, I will take a sleeping pill and someone can just carry me. Like, I don't care what I'm transported on as long as I don't have to experience the bus ride. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Overall, will y'all do Otakon again next year? Yes. Hopefully. Uh, I think so, yeah. 
Would you recommend this con for other people to go to? Yes. 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 And is Otakon the best convention on the East Coast? I'll say yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, I really liked Katsukon. I, I would probably rank Katsukon above it. Um, and Kineticon was actually surprisingly a lot of fun, but I wouldn't rank Kineticon above it. But I think I could rank Katsukon above it. Katsukon was definitely better for me. See, the third question was a test to see if y'all, if I, if y'all keep saying yes to everything I was going to ask you. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase booklet. Well, I mean, I could see people making an argument for for Otakon being the best convention it's, on the East Coast. I, I'm just saying, it's I just high. thought Katsukon was better. Yeah. Had I not gone to Katsukon, it may have been my yes. Mm. And just remember, um, Avalon, no matter what, no matter how fast or slow you drive through Jersey, it'll always take you two hours to make it through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And as Fartnator says, the only thing that can make Jersey worse than it is already if Honey Boo Boo moved there. And Ranger Serena says she'd fit right in at Seaside. Oh, God. Don't jinx it. And Mako, what did you say? Oh, I said Jersey is bad enough. We have trolls. And their name are Snooky. (laughs) Which you have seen how many times? Oh, God, let's not count. Exactly. Let us not go there. Okay. Um, uh, bitch is short. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she's she's really tiny. All right. Uh, I'm gonna do quick news. I'm opening the Skype line real quick. If you went to cat, if you went to now, you got me doing. It. If you went to Otakon, call <laughs> in. We want to hear from you. You have less than a couple of minutes, if that. Okay. Uh, quick news. Um, anime's savior of the masses, Funimation, picks up. Haruhi Suzumiya, Lucky Star, Strike Witches, and Steinsgate. Well, I'll be picking up the OVAs from them. Um, who licensed, like, who had a Suzumiya before? Bandai. Oh, Bandai. So does this Bandai. mean we're going to get a new dub of it? No, they're just going to re-release no. it. Oh, okay. The easiest part of these re- license rescues is that if they already have a dub, they have to do no work. Exactly. It's just make packaging and sell it. Um, which is which is kind of nice because then you don't have to hear the same five Funimation voice actors voice every character. That's, that's <laughs> something I'm looking forward to. Now, I'm gonna you, Crispin Freeman. You know what you mean, Vic Mignogna? Yeah, Crispin Freeman does voice on the West Coast and hasn't really had a major character in forever and a half because he's a hack. He's awesome. Um, he's an awesome hack. Come on, now, he's awesome. No, he's a dick and a hack. I've met the guy. I assure you, he is not the nicest of people. I, I can look when I interviewed him and the time I saw him at uh, Council, he kind of emanated. I can see that, but you know. But, but this isn't. That's not the whole point of right, this uh, thing. Right. Um, I thought Funimation already had Steinsgate. Mm, maybe they did. I don't know. But well, I mean, it if they picked the it up. Movie. They obviously did. Yeah, they have the movies. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. And Thank they you. also have the, Haruha, the Haruhi Chibi uh, series as well. That's going to be pretty cool. And they also picked up another highly coveted anime. Let me ask y'all, how good is your music memory? What are you going to play for us? Terrible. Oh, right, they got Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yep. my God. Yeah, they're releasing the Blu-ray. 
in December. Merry Christmas, everyone! Wait. You know, if they're grabbing these series from Bandai, does that mean I'm gonna have to deal with Funimation re-releases of Gundam series? Because there's a few that I can't find and that really pisses me off. And I hate to admit it, I will buy them from Funimation if they release some of the OVA series that I don't have. You may be able to find them again, so... I had a bunch of tapes, so I never replaced them with DVDs, lost all my tapes in a move, and suddenly when I have a hankering to watch 0080, I don't have it anymore. You'll be there cursing out them, calling them a bunch of ginger bastards as you swipe your credit card to order the box sets. Yeah. And then you sit there and praise the thank you based Funimation for releasing this. Yeah, it's like, hey, we have Blu-rays of, of, Gun of original 1979 Gundam. And I'm like, at least it's not as bad. I used to know this one person. She would complain every time Funimation would release their stuff. They would release the Blu-ray and the DVD together as a combo pack. She would complain about the fact that she doesn't need the DVD. Why are they doing it that way? I'm like, it's a fucking steal. You and a friend go half seas on it. You keep the DVDs, she, the other person keeps the DVDs. It's a win-win for everybody. Uh, that's what my, uh, I, I have friends and family who've done that, where they're like, well, I have a Blu-ray player, but if you want the DVD, uh, we'll buy some spare DVD cases for like, I mean, you can get like 10 spare DVD cases for like 10 bucks, maybe less than that. You toss the disc in there, you hand, hand them the, the blank one, you print up your own cover, done. I mean, yeah, because I already have um, vol Volume 1 for Sailor Moon already pre-ordered. And I damn well know a certain Mako-chan is going to be um, knocking on my door to borrow the DVDs. Possibly. Possibly. My I think she'll be point. kicking it down instead. Yeah. Like Possibly. Miss, like Miss Sophia from The Color Purple. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm, lo I'm leaving the Skype line open for one more minute before we go to break because we're skipping everything else because we ran uberly late. So we're not trying to be the next um, Orange Island Radio here, people. We're not even doing Japan news. Do you see the time? We've run later than this. Okay, you want to do news from Japan? All I'm right, just... you can do news from Japan. Okay. I'm just saying we've run later than this. Alright. We can do news from Japan. You dug up some stuff to uh, horrify us, haven't you, Mako? Um, it's a little weird. By a little, I mean a lot. It's a little weird. I'll be the judge of that. Fine. Wait, Japan being weird? That's not the Japan I know. Fine, Ari. You take the first article. Okay. Let's wait for it to load. A Kyoto man arrested after calling his victim to apologize for assault. Okay, so repentance. He's already a step above other people we've had on the show. At least he felt bad about it. I mean, <laughs> guy deserves to be arrested, but still, at least he, at least he has some remorse. So, on June 4th, about 11 p.m., bridal store employee Esuke Himoto allegedly approached 30-year-old woman on her way for her part-time job. According to police, he called out to her asking, why don't we get a drink? To which she tried to run away. Most men would consider this attempt to escape a sign the woman was not into them. Himoto, on the other hand, allegedly felt this had become the perfect opportunity to begin hugging and kissing the woman from behind. Wow, that's kind of forward of the dude. Kind of. The 20-year-old suspect then, according to authorities, felt things progressed enough to try and get the woman's contact info. 
telling her I'll let you go if you give me your phone number. What? The woman complied with his man and was released. Now at this point, Himoto had already gotten away with his assault, having been able to walk away with his victim screaming for help afterward. Short time later, the woman received a phone call from a man saying sorry about before. Figuring it was the same man who extorted her number out of her earlier, she quickly contacted the police. It didn't take long for him to get to the bottom of things, and Suffolk's phone number was now saved in her incoming call memory. But at least the man apologized. He did something most guys won't do. The the pep the fucking Pepe Le Pew routine on a woman? No, the fact that he owned up and apologized. Oh. Make sure you've been trying guess. to go after her in the first place. Exactly. It's messed up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Game that's Japan, not... get some social skills. That wasn't too weird. Oh, uh, right. what do we got next? Okay, Mako. Um, you can take the next one. Nope, I want the last one. Okay. Avalon, are you there? Yep, I can take this one. Go for it. Okay. Wakayama man arrested for attaching underwear to cars of women he doesn't know. The fuck? What? Yeah. Uh, a man in Slash Wakayama towel. A man in Wakayama Prefecture stands accused of violating the obscene behavior clause of the prefecture's nuisance prevention order. The suspect is 48-year-old Yoshikazu Kabe, who worked in the transportation business in Wakayama City. According to police, during the late night of March 3rd and morning of March 4th, he allegedly affixed several pairs of women's underwear to the vehicle of a 22-year-old woman while the car sat in the parking lot of the same city. Also, according to the police, the man admitted to the crime but also said that he had no relation with the woman whatsoever. Furthermore, the release for similar incidents in the same city between March and May of this year that authorities feel may be connected. Now, I know what we're all thinking. What did he use as adhesive? Oh, oh god no. damn it i wasn't gonna go my, my train of thought wasn't going there at all bullshit hashed uh, slash all the tables oh. god fucking damn it avalon i, I don't what? know where you get that mouth of yours from but you need to stop hanging around mako-chan like that she's becoming a real bad influence on you God, sorry, Dad. <laughs> okay. Okay, Mako. You won the last right. one that badly, yeah. so. So this last one is basically a full article, and I'm just going to summarize it. Um, standard grooming routine in Japan is uh, basically that most of the... Japanese people take a bath at night before they go to bed. Um, so by the time they go to work or school, um, you know, at night, they've sweat and odors have built up. So they have a variety, uh, like a wide variety of fragrances and deodorants and things like that. Um, so a fashion magazine carried out surveys to men and to women. Uh, 1,200 users revealed that their favorite scent was soap or shampoo. And 100 men reported that, uh, basically confirmed that soap was the scent they were happiest with coming from a woman. Oh, boy. So, basically, because men and women take showers at night, 
when they're going to go on a date, they usually don't shower before the date. So you could go, you know, 10 hours before the start of a date before, you know, you've actually showered the last time. So there is a beauty product coming out that it's basically a scented sheet. It's a powder sheet. It comes in variety of aromas, including rose, citrus, and berry. And one of them is soap scented. So it's become very, very popular for women so that they can actually, you know, clean themselves with it and smell like uh, smell like soap. Um, so the thing is, um, because the scent is in the pads, men are actually just going and picking up these packs of wipes. Wait, not oh, sure oh. if this is creepier than the used panties or not. Hold it, hold it. Wait, you know, you know they have these in the states already. You know what? Matter of fact, I have a box of them on my shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called dryer sheets. No, it's not. It's not really a dryer sheet. It's I know. you know, like, like these like moist towelettes. Kind yeah, of the moist towelettes, so that they can you know fully clean their body with this towel and have the scent of soap. But it's, it's like a bum such... armpit showering in a sink at a Starbucks. Yeah. But because it's such, you know, the the soap scent is what I guess these certain guys are after, they've just been picking up these packs of wipes and being happy with these packs of wipes. This reminds me this reminds me quickly before we go to break. I used to stay with, I used to live with my ex-girlfriend and her family years ago. And during the summertime, she would not shower. No. Oh. This is what she would, this is what she did instead. You know the the big thing of baby wipes? Yeah. Uh-huh. She would use two of those instead of showering. Uh-huh. It's like a fancy version of a hobo. Yeah, she wondered why the cat pissed on her one day. What? Yes. So if you smell like a litter box, the cat's going to use you like a litter box. Right? (laughs) Yep. Oh, boy. Okay. We're going to cover open forum topics, and then we're going to get the hell up on out of Dodge. All right, open up page. Come on. I kind of notice that sometimes, even on my fastest connection, Facebook tends to slow down too much more than it should. All right. I have to mute that. Whoops. Okay, here we go. This week's open forum topic, cosplay and jobs slash careers. Some of us aren't seamstresses, and we have jobs and careers that aren't related to cosplay. So what do you do for a living, and how did people react when you told them that you make cosplays for the love and fun of it? We got some pretty interesting answers here. Um, from Nikolai, she says that she's a cake decorator, and the people that she tells are either confused but still intrigued. She gets like the, it's cool that she does this, and they're, and they're secretly geeks as well. 
she finds that chefs and kitchen workers are pretty darn interesting people and found out way more people are into anime than she would have expected, which is pretty cool. Um, Bobby Steele. He says it's a tough question because he doesn't make his own cosplays. So, he works as a cashier and sits at the service desk and he tells his co-workers about his fandoms and like, interesting. Uh, let's see... From uh, Serenity41088, she didn't start cosplaying until 2010, but when she told her family, they weren't sure about it, but they let her do it. Um, her question really isn't and doesn't really relate, doesn't really connect to what we've asked, so we're gonna kind of move on. Critical Myth. He's the manager of a technical quality team that covers um, engineering scientific aspects of compliance issues for about a dozen sites in North and South America. His co-workers who know about his cosplay regard as equal mixture of confusion, horror, and envy. And one of them is debuting at Comic-Con in October. Now, I've had that happen where somebody has walked up to me and said, it's an amazing cosplay, how did you make it? And I'm like, I, I didn't make this. Um, this person here made it. Or, you know, I would say, well, I don't, I'm not a commissioner. I'm not a seamstress. I don't do that. I'm a network, I'm an IT support technician. I just do this for fun of it, and this person made the cosplay. So, it's, it's kind of like, wait, what? Yes, people, there are, you can cosplay, you can be like, beyond knowledgeable about cosplay or whatever, and still do your, your job or whatever, you know, you don't have to be in anything in this field per se to do this. You know, it's for, it's for everyone. So, anybody else want to share about that or no? I mean, I guess I could share. Yeah, hey, go for it. Um, well, if for those listeners that don't know, I work at a porn store. Mm-hmm. I am nice. the manager of one. So, just to let you know, Creepers at cons, my experience with being sexually harassed every day comes in handy. But other than that, I do a lot of freelance graphic design work and illustration work, which I guess can kind of cut into uh, into cosplaying. I have had a couple of interviews for jobs, and they have asked me about my hobby. And the only response that I've got from them was that they think it's actually pretty damn cool. Yep. Because I guess, like, one type of artwork can influence another and then they kind of go hand in hand when you get better in one so that's that's my experience with uh jobs and cosplay mm-hmm. it's like i said i got i ended up landing my this is the second interview because the person interviewing me is a big anime fan we spent half like half hour of the interview talking about anime in the industry so yeah all right so I think that's going to be it. We're going to go ahead, play the last tracks, wrap it up, and get out of here, because holy shit, it's getting close to midnight. Yep. Yep. All right, so we'll be back.
And so we bring another episode of Anime Jam Session to a close. And I think we're going down on record as, as the longest episode. Two hours and 17 minutes. Christ. Seriously? Yes. Wow. We can go for a really long time. We're good like that. I, yeah, geez. Yeah, I, I think last time we went this long is when we did our Christmas special, I think. Mm. Yeah, but I don't even remember that episode. <laughs> you were blitzed after that episode. That was the idea. I know. <laughs> yeah, our livers are probably still not talking to us about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get out of here, I just want to know, did y'all see Broses on Sunday? I did, but I didn't get a picture of them. Okay. I did not see Broses. I posted a picture in our secret chat, and we see a picture of Broses holding the 10 bromandments. Yeah, I saw that picture. That's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I think that's really funny. But on the same token, most bros do not adhere by the by the ten bromandments, which is kind of sad. Sadly, yeah. So, anywho, Jared, thank you for coming in at the last minute and helping us cover Otakon. Yeah, no problem. It's this kind of my first time on the show and really fun. I'd love to be back anytime. My family is in that too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably pissed off Mako Chan with that one. <laughs> yep. See? <laughs> Which is why I do it. Uh, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for fun. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Tell us what's on your mind. We're here to believe you. Definitely check out our website at animejamsession.com. Uh, our podcast is up. But for some reason, you cannot get to our site due to filters. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. We just asked when on iTunes and Stitcher, five-star reviews. That's all we're asking if you could do it. We're really appreciative for it. We are on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash TV. And as I said earlier, I have one more video to, po- to edit, and it all of 2013 is complete. Uh, most likely later this week, all of the AAC videos will be going up so you can check out what you missed last year. AAC is one hell of a con, so definitely check it out in October. Um, if you want to follow us individually on YouTube and see what st- type of videos that we like or stuff that we create, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJ Ari is at RE22682. Mako is at Jupluna. You can find Avalon at Avalon Cosplay. Jared, are you on the YouTubes? Um, I used to be, but my uh, account got suspended because I pissed off a specific anime company that I'm not allowed to talk about. Ooh, time for some juicy Ouch. gossip. <laughs> if we can make it after the show if you yes, want. Yes, yes. Uh, but I am. A vi- but you can find our uh, our Scarlet Rhapsody one awesome. at Rhapsody in Scarlet, and that will have our videos of our interviews from conventions, the convention music videos, and all sorts of other fun things we've produced over at ScarletRhapsody.com. Cool. Uh, Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here so you know what conventions we're going to, when we're going live, other cool stuff, photos, pictures, articles, all that nine yards. Um, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash Mess. Ari is at The Ari Man. Makochan is at Joe Vedea. And uh, Avalon is at Avalon Cosplay. And what about you, Jared? Well, to follow our convention reports Mm -hmm. and website, it's at Scarlet Rhapsody, one word. And to follow me, it's Jared the Greek. 
Greek Ooh. as in, uh, you know, the country and the people. Woohoo! I can go for a gyro right about now. Damn right. Well. It's pronounced gyro. <laughs> Not at my job! <laughs> okay. It is gyro. Let's save it for Bunch another... of uncultured plebeians you work with. Let's save that for <laughs> another time. Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. We are over 2,800 fans. I gotta say thank you so much. I might have to do a contest for this. Haven't decided yet. We'll see what cool stuff may happen. But if you like Amazon, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Um, follow us there for, for releases of our podcast, articles, photos, videos, everything. As long as you like the page, like the content that we put up there, we're going to always add more for you. Uh, if you want to follow us on, individually on uh, Facebook, I'm at facebook.com slash imdjronmess or that guy. You can find Mako over at um, Makoto Makochan Kino. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. And for some reason, you can find Avalon over at Avalon Cos at C-O-S. You can uh, follow Scarlet Rhapsody on Facebook at Scarlet Rhapsody, just very helpful. Mm-hmm. And you can find me as Mr. 714, keeping the OC real. Yep, yep. All right, and like I said, we're on the VOG network, Voice of Geeks. We're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network, so you might, if you like Star Trek, we have the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast. Um, if you like television, movies, books, pop culture, British programming, Doctor Who, I know who you guys and gals are. There's four different shows that covers all that and then some. Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Under Sedation Live. Um, if you like what we do here on Tuesday nights, check out Electric Sisterhood. They're from they're the girls from Boston. Female perspective of what we do, check them out. They're on at 8 o'clock. Then we do our pre-show, and then we're live. If you like World of Warcraft, MMO, and other MMO gaming and so forth, um, it's Girls Gone Wow, uh, starting at 12 on Wednesdays, followed by Horde House at 10. And, they're, they're, and for them, it's all about uh, Final Fantasy XIV. It's Wow Wednesdays, as I still like to call it. And then on Sundays, it's the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio. All that starts at 8 o'clock. It's the cornerstone, uh, cornerstone of the VOG network. Everything starts there. Independent gaming, independent voices, you will be heard when you listen to these, to these two shows. That's what it's all about. And we're going to do last words, starting with Mako-chan. I think it's really, really cool that Blizzard will be um, building a memorial in World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft for Robin Williams. That is awesome. Ari? I've had one of my cats here, Sonny, like, the entire time he was, and he was just sitting on my lap and more like my hip. And then the other one came in our room, tried to get up on the bed, saw him staying there and growled at him and ran off. Mm-hmm. My cats don't like each other. I was here first. You back off. <laughs> Avalon. I just hit, ate half my weight in watermelon. Ooh. Blackness confirmed. Yup. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, thank you to everyone who recognized me from my page and the podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you for for finding something cool in me, and I hope I can continue to make you guys smile and keep you guys interested. 
As long as you keep doing what you do best, girl, you ain't got to worry about that. Girl. <laughs> girl. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> All I hear is moo. 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 Are you staring at... Maka, are you staring in a mirror again? Oh, ouch. What the fuck? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> shot's fired. Dude, that's horrible. A midget couldn't take a blow that low. Jesus. <laughs> you leave her mother out of this. Dude! <laughs> uh, well, at least I can take pictures with the lights off and still be seen. <laughs> okay, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> hey, I have fucking proof of that shit, so shut the fuck up. You kind of foul, okay? Blackness confirmed. Yeah. yeah. I, I have proof of that one. Uh, okay, uh, Jared. Um, well, I just ate some delicious ice cream, and I guess if I'm going to leave people with words, I will leave them with the famous words of Abraham Lincoln. Be excellent to each other and party on dudes. Ooh. Oh shit, Bill. <laughs> yes. My last words. Um, God damn, these Lay's cappuccino chips are tasty as fuck. Ew. These shits are good. Ew. Cappuccino chips? Yeah, they're so good. Sorry, the wasabi ginger is I, so much better. I have not. I I don't. I have not. I have a bag for you. massively unhealthy, and I want to try both. Uh, you. It's so potent, you can inhale the bag and, and, and you have that caffeine high, okay? And no wonder the rest of the world hates America. <laughs> and if we go into the chat room real quick... We um, have the world's greatest snacks. Okay, chat room real quick, we got... Good guy Blizzard, girl, damn, shots fired, no chill, no, cannons fire, Chicago typewriter in the house, Ron needs some ice for that burn, rockets fired, and they has caffeines, then I would nom them. Uh, all right. That is it. End of fucking list. We're getting out of here. It is late beyond late. We'll be here same uh, VOG time next week. Brand new episode. We're not going to anytime soon, so... Uh, that's it. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Avalon. And I'm Jared. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Until next year, Otakon. Night. Good night, everyone. Uh, bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Say good night, Avalon. Good night, Avalon. Awesome, I got two for two. <laughs> well, you don't hey. ask the other ones. So. Hey, Ranma. Don't! Hey, Ranma. Don't! No! Hey, Ranma. No! 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 <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> this podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeGemSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!